Welcome to Detour Ahead, the show where we're probably not going to get where we're going. I am your best friend, your favorite boy, Riley, here with my good friend, Colo Chu. Hola. And we're here for episode one, The Maiden's Voyage of Detour Ahead podcast. New, never-before-seen podcast. You've never heard anything like this before. It's, <laughs> it's truly a new experience for everybody involved. Yeah, more or less. So uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Never today. been a podcast out there like the one we're doing today. This is completely brand new idea. There has never been a podcast ever like this ever in the history of podcast ever. There's never been a podcast where Riley and Colo sat down and talked about topics for no, for no reason and just had a good time that's never existed before it's not nothing real. that's ever come close to the intricate details that we have put into detour ahead everybody <laughs> detour ahead. uh so colo i believe uh you had a topic you wanted to bring to the table to get us started proper here on the detour ahead show no Oh, okay. Cool. The whole point is we're never going to get to the destination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's it's supposed it was supposed to be funny. Um It was. I laughed. So, so I got a question. Sure. We're going to start this off with a little question. Anybody who listens to this, leave your answer down in the comments below. If you're watching it on YouTube, uh, outside of that, I figure it out. I don't know. Anyway, Riley, my dear friend, my caster of pods, what is your favorite kitchen appliance? Um, blenders. Why? Uh, cause they're cool, and you can put some fruit in there, make a smoothie, uh, and it's also just really funny to just fuck around with. You can do a lot of stupid shit with blenders if you're an idiot. Okay, and you know. Okay. Right. Speaking speaking of idiots, what is one thing that you have put in a blender that you were not you were not supposed to? Because I feel like your previous statement. Uh, I don't think I've ever done anything that much over here. No, I haven't done that much. I think the most I've done is I put like an entire apple in there. Yeah, that don't work. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it blended. It blended. It just wasn't very good. <laughs> God damn! what kind of fucking blender do you have? Dude, I had one of those fucking... I don't think I did, actually, but it was the equivalent in power to... Have you ever seen Will It Blend? No, I haven't. No. I probably so have. Yeah, Will but... It Blend is this YouTube show where this old guy who works with some, like, blender company, he just, like, puts a bunch of random shit in the blender, and it's like, Will It Blend? And it always does, because the blender is so powerful. And, like, he throws crazy shit in there, like iPhones and fucking... <laughs> just fucking blends everything and it's great and that that was the kind of blender i had as a kid it was very powerful could blend anything if you really really put your mind to it i did not put any iphones in there uh to fully test it but you know maybe someday did you put blades in the blender <laughs> blades <laughs> put blades did, in the blades did you put blades in the blender i did not well that's because they already came with them <laughs> oh that's really good <laughs> god damn it i'm always gonna set you up for these stupid ass jokes that that's gonna get you every time because you're you might always be like on edge about jokes like this but you're never gonna expect them oh i'm pretty like between fucking quality, like, between quality jokes than the puns that Gingy makes i was about to say between Gingy's bullshit and brad's is your discord running i think i'm Hyper aware of all these stupid bits. I should probably turn my alarms off because I do not plan on going to bed. So. That's fair. Welcome to Sleepy Time Ahead, everybody, where Colo Chu stays up since five. For... <laughs> Welcome to Detour Ahead, where Colo falls asleep at the wheel and we all crash. <laughs> no, 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 no. This isn't Sleepy Monkey Ball. This isn't this isn't Sleepy Monkey Ball over here. I'm not gonna fall asleep during a podcast, or or Superman, Sleepy Superman. I fell asleep during Super Monkey Ball. I fell asleep during Superman. I I fell asleep during the largest issue crossover <laughs> last week. No matter how tired I've been, I've ever been. 
or how, how blasted I've been. I've never fallen asleep on a podcast. That's true. You do have that. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have never fallen asleep. I have zoned out before. I will say I have zoned out. But you I never asleep. actually fell legitimately fell asleep. You fell asleep on the variety hour finale, the initial ver- yeah, variety it's probably hour. Probably I just didn't care. I mean, that's that's fair, but you did fall it was asleep. A garbage dumpster fire of an episode, so that one doesn't. It count. was mostly a garbage dumpster fire because you, Penguin, and fucking Brad all fell asleep. Because we didn't want to fucking do it. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. Was it Brad that fell asleep? I'm tr- it was everybody except for like me and one other person that fell asleep. I think it was me and Gingy that stayed awake, and you, Penguin, and Brad all fell asleep. That's surprising. No, I think Penguin and I were definitely doing hashtag fake sleep there. God damn it. Yeah, we were probably doing hashtag fake sleep. Do you even know what hashtag fake sleep is at this point? What, when you and Penguin pretend that you fall asleep and then you go do other stupid bullshit? Alright, so you know what it is. So, so for you listeners out there, whenever we reference, like, on Pixel, on, uh, on the, uh, other one, on the other, uh, cast pods that you can find us on, if you ever hear us mention hashtag fake sleep, hashtag fake sleep is something me and Penguin have uh, come up with. I think Penguin came up with it first, but um, it's when you go into Discord and when you're supposed to be doing something, like let's say a podcast or YouTube recording or anything, anything that requires you to be awake, you go you go down to the uh, little left-hand corner, you click your little icon, you hit invisible, and you kind of just just mute yourself and pretend you slept. <laughs> and then after like an hour or so, you gotta just unmute yourself, be like, huh, what? And then just disconnect. And then you go into a separate server that the person you're trying to avoid is no longer in. And then you go to hang out there for the next three hours. Oh my, fu- I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> Hashtag fake sleep. That, that whole concept, that brings back... Like, that brings back the 17-year-old Riley rage that I've had bottled in since I crossed that fucking adult barrier, and it just wants to burst out now. I'm so mad about this. It's not like this is the first time you've heard it, though. Yes, but this is the first time it's been explained in such a roundabout way, where it's like, yeah, me and Penguin, we totally did that, dude. It, it, we totally, we, we left, Everybody we pretended to be asleep. It. Everybody has done it, and I'm throwing everybody under the bus here, but it doesn't matter. I've never matter. once fake slept. If I can't make it to a podcast, or I don't want to make it to a podcast, I just say that. I don't pretend to sleep. Uh, you see, it... It depends on the cast, though. How so? It's it, it, there's like a lot of um. I just realized that never answered answered the fucking question. Why? Why? No, I, no, no. Hold on. We're still on this detour for a minute. What? What were you saying? Don't you dare use the name. No, don't. No, no. no. There's a detour ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like that. No. Doesn't matter. What were we talking about? Ah, shit. I don't know. <laughs> we're talking about exactly. fake sleep. No, we're talking about kitchen appliances, brother. That's fair. What's your favorite kitchen appliance, Colo Chew? You know, it'd have to be the refrigerator. Okay. I mean, that's fair. It's a very versatile uh Keeping appliance. those meats and cheeses. Hell yeah, bro. I love meats and cheeses. If not, here is my one argument on why the refrigerator is the best kitchen appliance there is. Okay. If not for the refrigerator, gamers like us couldn't eat shredded cheese at four in the morning for no reason. Damn it! Oh no, that would be a tragedy! Fuck! Oh no! It is a very valid point. You cannot eat shredded cheese at four in the morning if you don't have a refrigerator. You could do it one day. But by the time you go to do it the next day, it'll be bad because you didn't put it in the fridge. Dude, I love just eating shredded cheese, dude. That's like the best. That's like perfect bliss. 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a little scenario here. It is four o'clock in the morning. You are not. You have it. It, it, it You have no plans the next day, so you're obviously staying up late. Let's say it's like two between two and four. Clearly, like super late. Nobody's supposed to be up during the that during that time of day, time of night. You're hungry. You go you go downstairs. You open your refrigerator, and you you open wherever the cheese is kept. There is a bag of sliced cheese, and there is a bag of shredded cheese. Which one do you choose? Um, both. Nope. Wrong. Okay. You go for the shredded cheese. Well, you clearly have not reached the level of ascended cheese theft that I have, Colo, because I I hit up both of them, baby. I'm I'm putting some shredded cheese, pouring it down my pouring it down my mouth, and I grab a couple of slices of the sliced cheese, you know. No, see, then... slices are more high class. Those slices are not for for the four AM gamer looking for food. Slices Bro, are I could I need a fucking sandwiches. Slices of like good cheese are definitely for just eating. I eat slices where nope. they, they make those Colby Jack slices, those cheddar slices, nope. uh, mozzarella nope. slices. Uh, they're so soft when you nope. chew you, into you them. You are 100% wrong, and I am sorry, but you're a hooligan. How so? Sliced cheese is not for snacking. Sliced cheese is for sandwiches. Bro, I will shredded eat anything cheese for snacking. I... Sort of like you said, shredded cheese has this sort of bliss that it gives you at 4 a.m. when you're just shoving handfuls of shredded cheese down your fucking gob at four in the morning. There is a and then bliss you sort of just associated with that. Colo, you don't get colo, the same colo. bliss from shred. From sliced cheese that you do shredded cheese. Okay, but beyond the sliced cheese with the shredded cheese, Colo, let me let me ex- explain the scenario to you. And I want to see if you've done the same thing, right? So when you eat shredded cheese, like right in front of the fridge, right? When you're eating the shredded cheese and you take it by the handfuls and you drop some and you see some on the floor, like right in front of the fridge. You <laughs> Have you not before, like I did all the time when I was younger? Just kind of, just kind of kick, kick the cheese under the fridge. No, I've, I've reached a higher, a higher level of shredded cheese eating to where you, you, you don't, you don't, you don't spill it anywhere. This goes along with like this level of bliss. Like this after a certain of... amount of time, you, you're no longer this maniac piece of shit child that shoves it down their gob at four in the morning. You you just you grab a handful, you open your mouth, and you just drop the cheese in your mouth, and it it just all the shredded cheese goes in your mouth. It's Bro, when how, I'm, that's how when it's I'm done. up looking when I'm up looking for food at four in the morning, I will consume anything. If there's a fucking like entire steak in my fridge, I'll consume that. I'll fucking can just absorb any like food matter that does not require me to cook it when I get wake up at four in the morning looking for food. I mean, that's fair. I will say. 4 a.m. is a very lawless time. Like, you, you feel like you're above the law solely because 4 a.m., you're not supposed to still be up. You, you, could, you could be waking up at 4 a.m. That is perfectly normal. A lot of people do that. If you have continuously stayed up all day, meaning you did not go to sleep in between the normal sleep hours that a normal person has, and you are just up doing God knows what at three, four in the morning and you get hungry, you're going to go for some shredded cheese. Doesn't matter if there's lunch meat. Doesn't matter if there's bread. You, your brain immediately goes to. No, Colo, Colo. If there's bologna in my fridge, that shit is the first thing I go for in any scenario. I just no. fucking rip that shit open and start going. Bologna is like crack. When you're hungry we'll say, in the middle of the we'll night. Bologna, I have n- ever since, like, after I started, like, being able to make food on my own. So, like, let's say seven or eight. When I was, like, able to actually make my own food. Not that I did. My parents made my food for me. But, like, 
that like you have that level of consciousness where you're like, oh, if I put two and two together, I can make a sandwich. Like that level of consciousness where you're like, oh, if I do this and this and this, this makes. If I put food, thing on bread, it makes sandwich. I have not put bologna on a sandwich. I still eat bologna. Bologna is a whole different kind of food category in its own. Bro, I just eat whole pounds of bologna in a second, bro. Like, I, if there's oh, bologna would, in my fridge, it's gone. Like, I could go to the store right now after this podcast is over, buy a pack of bologna, gone in an hour. Gone. No reason. And you go, oh, he's like a normal person. He probably made a couple sandwiches with it. Nope. Straight out of the fucking package. Right out of the Look, fucking does not pack. belong on sandwiches. Look, I can enjoy That's a bologna sandwich every today. once in a while. But... Bologna does not belong on sandwiches. Bologna, in my opinion, does not mix with anything else. Bologna on its own is a god-tier piece of meat. Well, it, mix, it mixes the mustard really well. I like some mustard on my Mustard bologna. is gross. All right. I'm, I'm just going to come out and say it. Fuck mustard you. is disgusting. It smells awful. No. The texture is gross. Just like ketchup. Ketchup is gross as fuck. But like, unless I have fries and I I do not have any other condiments to dip the fries in, ketchup is. What is your go-to for fries? What do you dip in fries? Oh, for fries? Oh, ranch. You're disgusting. You're a disgusting fucking sewer creature. Ranch is gross. Dude. Oh my god. I'm gonna vomit, bro. That's disgusting. Ranch on fries? I'm gonna gag, bro. No, no, you're wrong. You're you're just wrong here. I'm sorry. I don't know who who raised you to be this little goblin child, but you're wrong. Ranch is so bad. It's so bad, bro. Oh my god. You know what you dip fries in? Here's the correct answer. Mustard is pretty good, but here's the real answer. What you dip fries in, Colo, the best thing to put on fries is steak sauce. I'm sorry, it's the only answer. Again, again you, you little fucking goblin. <laughs> what? What's wrong with steak understand. sauce? I don't understand what little hobo goblin you are over here who eats sliced cheese at four in the morning and and dips them in fucking mustard and A1 sauce. I don't dip the cheese in A1 sauce. I'm talking about fries. You fucking goblin over here doesn't even know what fucking food is. You don't, I don't think you've tasted Dude, A1 glass. sauce on fries is great. All right, potatoes. What, what do you eat with potatoes? What, like baked potatoes? Not baked potatoes. No, that's too that's too hot. That I don't have money for baked potatoes. We don't we don't <laughs> eat baked potatoes in this house. That's too much preparation. What do you mean by potatoes then if they're not fries? Potatoes that have been sliced up and thrown in the fucking oven. They come out. They're not a baked potato. It's like a sli- it's like a um sliced up baked potato basically. I just season them and eat them. Sometimes I'll throw some butter on them, sometimes I'll throw some sauce hot sauce on them. But mostly I just Throw okay. some salt and pepper on there and eat them. Okay, we can agree with something on there. Regular potatoes, I will eat with pretty much same same shit you said. Red potatoes are different. Okay, uh, I disagree. Red potatoes. Let's hear this. Red potatoes are different than regular potatoes. And now you might be thinking, oh... Well, all potatoes are the same. All potatoes are not the same, and I can tell you that right now. Sweet potatoes are different than regular potatoes. Okay, yes, that's true. Speak, speaking of potatoes, so th- this just blew my mind the other day. There is this, like, overall thing, like, you know how, like, everything... Okay, so there's, like, a saying. I think it came from Reddit or something. Either Reddit or Tumblr, one of those degenerate sites with where everybody just fucking flocks to and makes memes um not that i have anything against both either of those like it's just if you if you like memes you just flock to these two sites specifically and there are two types of people people who have been on reddit and people who have been on tumblr and there's like this little gray area of people who go to both but like you usually choose one or the other Anyway, the saying is everything in the universe can be boiled down to two different things. Potatoes and not potatoes. Have you heard of that before? 
<laughs> no, but I agree. I, I, I can get behind this logic. Alright, well, I'm gonna blow the logic in the fucking air and tell you that that logic is severely flawed. Would you like to know why? Now, this is where, like, Sleepy Time Colo hits in, kicks in, with all the useless ADHD knowledge that I have. Not everything <laughs> okay. in the world can be boiled down to potato and not potato. How so? Sweet potatoes are not potatoes. That's not true. <laughs> nope, no, no, no. Sweet potatoes are yams. However, we call them sweet potatoes. So technically, by name, they are a potato. By Polo, sweet food, potatoes come with, like, potato skin. You can peel them. You can make baked sweet potatoes. They're not just yams. Yams are sliced sweet potatoes. Nope. I don't remember the... I don't look. You're you're gonna make me sound stupid here because I don't remember the fucking like science, the science behind it and shit. Sweet potatoes are one thousand percent potatoes. Sweet potatoes are not grown like potatoes. Sweet potatoes are closer to like cabbages and stuff like that. They don't have roots. Potatoes have roots. Sweet potatoes don't have roots. Now that's where everything gets like. The weird gray area where we call them sweet potatoes because they look like potatoes, but they're not actually a, a starch. Here's food. the new fucking playground debate, folks. Is water wet? Is hot dogs a sandwich? And now we've got is sweet potatoes potatoes. Hot do- hot what what hot dogs are not a sandwich. There's a big argument. It's one of those fucking playground arguments that everybody it's, fucking no, slits each other's that, throats that, over. That is very, very simple. That is not a playground argument. Hot dogs or tacos? Ah, uh, die. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nope. a lot of people hot dogs disagree. Tacos. Dude, we got in trouble at work because, like, me and my little bubble of friends were talking about whether hot dogs were a sandwich, and it ended up spreading through the entire fucking call floor. Like, you, super- you can put hot dogs in between two buns. If the hot dog bun breaks in half... Hot dogs become a sandwich. I don't know if about that. One is still intact, and the hot dog is in between the bun, but the bun is still connected to each other. The two sides are still connected. It is considered a taco. But yeah, we got into like passion argument about this at work. At first, it was like a fun little thing that was getting us through the day. It spread across the entire floor. We had supervisors talking to us about it just in passing. And then it got like so loud and intense. But the supervisor had to be like, all right, everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so so I'm going to veer a little bit off topic here solely because I completely forgot. I was going to tell you about this like a, a long time ago, and then I completely forgot. And then, like I was looking through, I was going, while we're doing this, I'm like cleaning out some of the memes and stuff on my phone. Just like. Pictures I don't need anymore. Old memes from like 2017 that have no relevance to today's society at this point. But I came across these two pictures, <laughs> and I'm gonna okay. send. Them, I'm gonna send them to you, and you you guys can you guys at home can uh, look them up when when I send them. So they're two Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and these are legitimate Yu-Gi-Oh cards. All right. So these are my two favorite all all time favorite Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So we got Goga Giga and Gaga Giga. Goga Giga Gaga Gigo, which is a legitimate poke Yu-Gi-Oh card. And then the second one that I sent R- Riley here is a uh, interplanetary purpley thorny dragon. <laughs> <laughs> these are legitimate Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Did you get the DM? Yes, I did, and I, I've, I've been talking. I didn't realize I was muted. Uh, yeah. Uh, c- classic Yu-Gi-Oh! characters. Go Giga, Ga Gigo, and Interplanetary Purple Authority Dragon. And for those of you who didn't, who chose not to look it up or whatever, Interplanetary Purple Thorny Dragon. Interplanetary Purple Thorny is all one word. And then it just says dragon. And it's just a purple, it's just a purple fucking dragon. And I'm just like, I don't understand why... It's Spyro. It's basically just fucking Spyro. But, like, the one that's even better than that is Gogagiga Gagagigo. 
Uh, which I'm sorry. sounded like Don't somebody took text-to-speech to a, to a fucking toddler and said, we need one more That's Yu-Gi-Oh card. They put the mic up to the kid and started talking to the kid, and this is what this is what this little goblin spewed out of its mouth at the time. And text-to-speech gave us Go Gaga Gaga Gigo, and they're just like, "Yep, just make just make it a make it a Yu-Gi-Oh card." They're like, "What do we do about the artwork? Have the intern design something. Bird. We really don't care what it is." The buff bird Spike Man. That's basically what it is. It's just they spun they spun like the wheel of Yu-Gi-Oh design. It had like a like a species, a body type. It's just like bird. So, so if you didn't look buff. at this, up, it's. A buff humanoid creature with fucking metal, like, Thanos gauntlets that have, like, talons on the end of them. It's got, like, a bird skull on its head. And apparently it's a fucking reptile. And I feel I, this is the best card in the, in the world, I think. It's not a dinosaur-type card. Did you know there were dinosaur-type Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I like that. Oh, absolutely. I still have, from my childhood, I still have my one last surviving Yu-Gi-Oh card. I was cleaning out my, like, a couple months ago, I was cleaning out my, uh, excuse me, I was cleaning out my, uh, closet at my parents' house, just because my mom was getting on me. She's like, oh, you gotta get rid of some of this stuff, and I, I agree, some of it has been sitting there for 10, 15 years, and I used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I, I have, since then, gotten rid of all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards from my childhood, way back when. Bro! Oh. I got rid of them all when I was a kid because I didn't play Yu-Gi-Oh anymore, and I'm so mad because I got rid of all the Pokemon cards too. I wish I could go back and like stop myself. The Yu-Gi-Oh cards I wouldn't be too upset about, except I would keep some of the cooler ones and like hard sleeve them and stuff. But like the Pokemon cards are like to this day still hit me just because I'm getting into uh, collecting Pokemon them, collecting them again. Bro, I mistreated Pokemon cards so much as a kid, it hurts me. It hurts me so much. Uh, do you remember the Apple Slices story? Uh, no, I have... No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, you told me about this, yeah. Okay, yeah, the, between that and, like, trading a bunch of, like, my old cool cards for, like, new cards that were shitty then and shitty now. Like, I had, like, the whole set of the Kanto Gym Challenge, and now I probably have, like, five cards from that set and a bunch of, like, bullshit gen 5 cards that i traded for in elementary school uh not to mention that, that folder is now brown and sticky because of those fucking apple slices i'm trying to see when this when this one card was first released what gaga gigoga gigaguga no the one the one surviving Yu-Gi-Oh card so in my uh attempt to clean up my closet i was looking at all the legos i had because I used to be like super big into Legos when I was a kid. And I keep them. My mom wanted me to get rid of them, but I'm like, no, I'm I'm going to keep them. I might get back into Legos eventually. So upon looking at them, one little thing stood out, which was this last surviving Yu-Gi-Oh card from my childhood. I have it is like an absolute disaster. It has been folded like 80,000 times. It is a piece of shit card. Like like, if I were to go get it rated, it pro they would probably t kick me out of the store. That's how bad this <laughs> card is. This card is ripped, bent. It it's it's completely destroyed, basically. But it's the last surviving Yu-Gi-Oh card of my original collection as a kid, and I have like I now have a sentimental. It now has like immense sentimental value because it's one the only Yu-Gi-Oh card I have. And two, it is the last surviving Yu-Gi-Oh card of my collection. And it's the uh, Moki Moki King, and it's super cool, and I keep it hard-cased. And I think it's uh, really yes. funny that this card is absolutely destroyed, but it is in a, it's in a hard case. Wow. <laughs> and it is Dude. solely a hard case just because it's the last Yu-Gi-Oh card I have. Dude, Yu-Gi-Oh is a game of fucking luck. I don't care what anybody else says. I DM Jinji about this when it happened. He obviously disagreed. Oh yeah, no, there, there's no skill involved behind Yu-Gi-Oh. No, because here's what happened, right? I I, I bought the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh game for the Nintendo Switch, the, the Link Evolution Legacy of the Duelist, whatever the fuck bullshit. And I was playing the Yu-Gi-Oh GX campaign, 
and there is a duel in that campaign where you play as uh, the character Bastion and you fight the character Chaz. And Chaz's deck, uh, before he got his Ojamas, which is what he's iconic for, he had a fire deck that like had a bunch of like attack boosting bullshit. And he fucking like annihilated my face like nine times. And then one time on a random attempt, I drew one card and I played that card and I won the fucking duel. I, I drawed it first turn. I hadn't drawn it at all in any other duel. I drew, drew it first turn and it won me the fucking game. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a game of luck. <laughs> I completely zoned out. What did what are you talking about? Uh so I had a Yu-Gi-Oh! duel in a video game. I failed it like eight times and then one duel on a first turn, I drew a card that I hadn't drawn in any of the other attempts, and I won the game because of that card. Oh yeah, no, it's just a it's it's pure luck based at that point. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Colo, did you ever really did you ever get into like the dueling hardcore? With the actual cards? Yeah. Or just maybe maybe in video game form, just in general. Not Really? It was more so just everybody was talking about it, so I was just like, oh, let's hop on the train. Like, I, I used... not Maybe not Yu-Gi-Oh! I never really got super into Yu-Gi-Oh! It was just like a side thing compared to Pokemon at that point. It was just... At that point, it was just kind of like a fad that everybody was getting Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. I did have, like, not actual fucking Pokemon battles. Like, not like regulation bullshit. You just made like, up your own rules. Yeah, kind of. Similar to, like, just, I would have this one friend over and shit, and it was kind of fun. That's cool. I remember doing that kind of shit, like, on the bus at school. Um, but with Yu-Gi-Oh!, it's like, I'm into, like, the old game. Like, I play, like, video games of, like, the original era and the GX era, and I'm like, oh, this is a fun little trading card game. But once you go anywhere beyond that, it gets fucking absurd. <laughs> With, like, the fucking Xyz summons and the Pendulum summons and the fucking Soul Link XL summons, whatever the fuck this game is doing now. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX was when Yu-Gi-Oh! was actually a fun game to play. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! GX... Look, the original OG Yu-Gi-Oh! was the best one out of all of them. Look, I, we're not talking about quality of the anime. I'm just saying GX is when the game itself was at its most fun because it added the fusion mechanic, which wasn't that confusing, and it was cool. And it was like, okay, so it's like original Yu-Gi-Oh!, but there's also these fusion cards, which are pretty cool. And then with each gen, they added some new bullshit, and it's like, it's just GX is the best one because it had the one new little mechanic that was cool, and people liked it, and it was basically the original game other than that. So... I think GX had the best gameplay. I mean, that's fair. I feel like in terms of uh, the uh, Funko Pops that they've released of like Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff, they really dropped the ball on Exodia, and I'm not too happy with the way that they released it. They did Exodia Funko Pop? Yeah, they have a 6-inch one. Wow. Yeah. They released him as a full figure. I really think that they should have released it like they, like the cards. Left arm, right, left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg, and then the uh, head of Exodia. And I feel like they would have literally made five times the amount of money that they would have. Yeah, that's probably true. And that's Honestly, like a really like missed opportunity. And that it's kind of disappointing that they didn't do that. And to this day, it still hurts me. The thing about Funko Pops is that they fucking annoy me, right? Because, like, it's like, whenever I see a Funko Cop... Funko Cop? <laughs> Funko Pop! Whenever I see a Funko Pop, it's always just too expensive, right? It's always just too much to justify getting at that moment. And that's why I don't own a Funko Pop to this day. Because whenever I see one in the store, it's like $25. And I'm like, oh, this is like $5 less. I might consider it, but it's just over that line. <laughs> now I'm thinking about Funko Cops. I'm sure there is a Funko Cop. I'm sure there is, but... Like some cop character from an anime. 
It's a Funko Pop. But um, I'm trying to think. I had something to say. Oh, Colo, I told you this over DMs, but I had an unexpected vacation this week. <laughs> my my fucking place of employment, their entire computer infrastructure just fucking killed itself, I guess. And they've been down the entire fucking week. Damn, that's fucking awesome, though. <laughs> it's cool right now, but it's not going to be cool in two weeks when I get not a paycheck. It's just so funny that, like, how does that even happen? Like, if they were down, like, a couple days, like, yeah, sure. They've been down since Sunday. It's Thursday. And apparently, one of my coworkers talked to one of the bosses on the phone, because nobody's fucking answering the phones for me. They talked to one of the uh, one of the bosses on the phone, and they said they're probably going to be down until the middle of next week. Oofums. Yeah, no, that really sucks. Speaking mm -hmm. of, like, mini vacations and bullshit, I have... Uh... I have conned my job out of like so many days off where I've just been like, aha, aha. Yeah, I'm not <clears> coming <throat> in. <clears throat> or like, I would get lucky and get the cool manager and I'd just be like, hey, it's me from Night Shift. And they're just like, oh, you fucking bitch. And I'm like, yeah, just put me down for a call off. They're like, what's your reasoning tonight? And I'm just like, yeah, I just don't feel like coming in. And they're like, oh, fair. <laughs> Like I haven't had a like a legitimate reason for a while, but um. So our job. A, hold on, I have oh, a I have a wedding coming up, and that's actually tomorrow, Friday, tomorrow as of recording, and um, it's not my wedding. Don't worry, it's family member. But anyway, so I have a wedding coming up, and I only get Thursday Friday off every week. So I was like, oh well, a majority of my day is gonna be taken up by this fucking wedding, and I'm not gonna have any time to myself. So I go to work a couple weeks ago and i go hey i have a wedding out in uh pennsylvania that's gonna be uh sat on saturday and i need saturday off and they're like oh do you want to work thursday or friday to make up for the hours i'm like nah, I'm no good. So, <laughs> so now i have thursday friday and saturday i don't go back to work until sunday morning sunday after sunday night <laughs> great completely just fucking lie to their faces and be like, yeah, I'm going to be out of town. I can't work that day. And they're like, oh, that's understandable. I'm like, yeah, damn right it is. I'm not fucking coming in. I'm like, it's yes, either you that. schedule me off or I'm going to call off and just because I want my two days off. Yeah, so the thing is with my job is the calling off is not done by actually calling them. They have an, they have an online system with like a drop down menu and a text box where you say why you're calling in. So, like, I don't call in often, but when I do, in the Dropbox, there's just a, there's one that says personal. So I just always click that, and then don't give any details. Yeah, that's fair. Half the time, I'm just like, they're like, oh, why aren't you coming in? I'm like, I don't feel well. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I completely, like, lie lied to, the, to, like, three different higher manage managers' faces and just told them, like, I'm just like, yeah, fuck this. Uh, yeah, no, I can't come in Saturday, blah, blah, blah. Really don't care. Don't feel like coming in. Because I'm trying not to hit, like, attendance points bullshit, so I, I literally just went ahead and I was just like, yeah, no, I have a wedding and I'm not going to come in. Which is not yeah, a complete lie. I do have a wedding and it's going to take up that's going to take up a majority of my Friday. So I was like, oh, well, I might as well take Saturday off. I've got this wedding on Saturday, bro. I've never, I've, I've only ever been to one wedding that I was cognizant for. And it wasn't really like a super traditional wedding. It was my, when my grandmother remarried a few years ago. I don't really have friends who get married. <laughs> I, I mean, I do now, I suppose. I'm going to try to have money to get to Nebraska when Gingy gets married. So, um, Colo. Yes. What is the funniest thing to ever happen to you at, in a work setting? A work setting? Like, like at work. I have no idea. Work has been pretty boring. I don't really think... You don't have, have any, any stories, really... like, even from a previous job, or just, like, something really fucking funny happened one day? 
Um, you don't know music, so I can't really, like, use that. Well, I mean, if music is funny. Well, you don't know the song, though. That's the thing. Anyway, okay, so I have a story for anybody who actually knows what this song is. So I used to work at this rec center, and, we like, every every year in the summertime, we would shut the pool down for two weeks and drain the pool and basically just deep scrub the shit out of it for two weeks. And this was, like, an optional thing. You could sign up to help or whatever, and I would always help because it was extra hours and I didn't want to be out of work for two weeks. It was also fun because you could literally just show up one day and be like, hey, I'm going to work eight hours today. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. So it was kind of like a little, like, lawless. Like, there weren't any rules associated with it. It was just kind of show up and help, basically. So this one day, me and a couple other coworkers are just chilling out, just doing absolutely nothing. And very uh, helpful. Yeah, we're we're kind of chill. It was that's why it was also fun. We were allowed to listen to music. So, so we're we're chilling. We're doing. We're kind of doing work. Kind of not doing work. Doesn't really matter. So we're just chilling. Someone had their uh, brought their uh, speaker, and it was a decently loud speaker too. So we're so there's two sides of the of the uh aquatic center there's the competition pool which is where like people swim laps and they help hold meets for like high school and shit and then there's the leisure pool which is leisure like slides and lazy river and shit like that so it's we're over in the purposes. huh i said for vibing purposes yeah ba- basically so we're over in the leisure pool side but like all the doors are open you could still you could still hear what we're doing over in the leisure pool side when you're over on the competition side over on the competition side one of the man one of the higher managers is doing interviews for brand new lifeguards these kids are 15 16 years old like still in high school babies and we have a bunch of 20 somethings sitting doing absolutely nothing over on the other side and like the funny thing is we're playing like these absolutely obscene songs like shit you probably you would get in trouble for if you start playing in a work setting sort of thing and the one song that came on was uh crazy rap which is or cult 45 and if you know that song it's very obscene and i'm not gonna say anything because i'd rather jason not have to cut all this out they say the n-word no no i just i don't feel like talk i i I don't feel just go listen to the song it's a good song. Slobbing on to. my knob like corn on the cob. Similar. But I think it's a different song. A little bit <laughs> more descriptive. But anyway, go listen to the song <laughs> if you guys haven't heard it already. Anyway, so we're blasting the shit out of this and various other obscene, stupid ass songs. And the manager comes over and says, You guys need to keep it down. I have interviews over there with these like 15 or 16 year old kids. Their first instance of seeing how this place works is a bunch of 20-somethings jamming out to obscene music while sitting around doing absolutely nothing. And they came over and started yelling at us, and we just continued what we were doing. I also have a couple of... um, We're not going to drop names down. We're not going to drop names. They probably don't listen. They're probably not going to find... They probably don't even know I have a YouTube channel at this point. It doesn't matter. But let's let's call this old older lady uh Sarah. Let's say Sarah. All right. No, we're not gonna go with Sarah. That's too young of a name. Let's go with uh it's a really old person name. Carol. There we go. So so Carol comes in. I used to work morning shift there. Carol would come in at 7.30 on the dot every single fucking day. I used to be a supervisor there, so I would have access to the pump room and make sure everything was working. Carol would come in to swim laps for about 20 fucking minutes, and then she would leave. In those 20 minutes, every single day, she would come in, she'd jump in the, in the competition pool to swim some laps, and she would call me over and say... This water's too this water's too cold. You need to turn the heat up. Is there anything you can do about that? Kind of like a Karen. So uh-huh. so I go over, I go, I'm sorry, ma'am. The first few times I was like, Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. The temperature is kept at a, at a constant 79, 80 degrees. There's nothing I can do about it. And she always wanted to talk to my manager or whatever, and I'm like, Oh, well, I am the manager. And she's like, Oh, well, I'm never coming back. 
She continues to fucking come back and cause <laughs> fucking problems. So one thing I figured out about customer service is if you if you make it seem like you're doing something, these people will leave you the fuck alone. So I got into I figured it out. I figured out how to deal with this this Karen. So she would come in, she would complain about the temperature, and I would I would walk over, she'd complain about the temperature, and I go, I'm sorry, ma'am, I will take care of that right away. I'll go back I I walk over to the pump room, I go in, shut the door, grab a chair, and I sit and play on my phone for about five to ten minutes, doing absolutely nothing. I walk back out, go up to her, stop her mid mid workout and go, is that better, ma'am? And she goes, oh, that's much better. Thank you. I did absolutely nothing. Ah! And these people are fucking stupid. <laughs> Damn. Get, get fucked. Easiest way to deal with stupid ass fucking customers that don't know what they're talking about. Make it seem like you're fixing the problem because chances are they don't actually, they're just looking to complain and if you think that, if you act like you fix the problem, then they'll think the problem is fixed. So I, I work at a call center. I used to do telemarketing. Now I do customer service. And there's one famous story from when I did telemarketing. Um, I was I was not the one who was victim to this, but I was there sitting next to the person, and she told us afterwards, and we got to experience her emotions as she was taking this call. Um, so this was back when I worked in sales and she got like this guy who I guess like is like rich or something. Like he worked at a company and he had an assistant. So he's at his desk. He's talking uh, to this girl who is my friend about what he's about, what she's selling. And the assistant, <laughs> this guy's just being super rude and mean and like he's such an asshole. And then the assistant walks into the room and like asks him a question or like ask him if he needs something. And the guy says, you've done enough today. Why don't you go home? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh God, man. Uh, it's, it's, there were a lot of good calls working working on telemarketing. I had like three. I had one day where three isolated different people did the fucking sperm bank bit that I guess people do to telemarketers. Oh yeah, yeah. I got. I I had never ran into it my like my entire time working there. I'd worked there for months at this point, and then one random Saturday, I got like three people in the same shift. What's it. the fucking saying that they use all the time? There's like a whole saying that they do. Everybody makes up. No, they say sperm bank and then they make up like a catchphrase that like rhymes. Like I got, I got you jack them, we pack them. Yeah, I that's got, the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> I, I I got a couple others too. I'm having a hard time remembering them. But um, I don't remember. But there were a couple different ones. We got some unique ones. But yeah, it was uh, that was entertaining. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day that I get a call from your fucking call center and I'm going to keep you on the line for like four and a half hours. Do you I have don't the do rule sales anymore. You... I do customer service. I, I know. Once If you go back to sales, do you have a rule where like back back when you were in sales, did you have a rule where like you you call them, right? Yeah, I did call them when I was working that. Yeah. So if you get a customer on the line, you can't hang up. Do you have that rule? Uh, no, we could say um, if if we start talking to them and they don't respond to us, we could say uh, customer unresponsive agent disconnecting and then disconnect the line. So say you call me, say you're in, say you go back to customer service and you call my fucking phone. If I sales, continue yeah. a conversation with you and occasionally bring up whatever you are selling, you have to stay on the line. Uh, I think within reason, like, I think there, we were allowed to like, kind of bail out. They might like, you know, slap us in the wrist with a ruler over it, but it's not something we're going to get fired over. You know, like if somebody's fucking with us, you on the line for the entire eight yeah. hours. <laughs> Why didn't you make any sales? This one guy just kept fucking talking to me this entire time. You told me I couldn't hang up going. Yeah. You would occasionally bring up the shit we were talking about. I'm trying to sell them and then be like, oh yeah, well, did you hear about this that happened the other day? 
And you're like, I, j I just want to sell you something, but you the can't. The worst people hang up. were the ones who would ask you political questions when it's oh. very obviously a policy that you can't answer those questions. Oh, yeah. No, I, I feel you. I had a group of guys from Texas who I had called. And it was like this whole group, they were hanging out. I had called one of them for a sales inquiry. And they just started like fucking with me. They were like asking me questions. They were like jokingly hitting on me. It was a whole <laughs> amazing conversation. And at one point they asked me if I voted for Biden. And I was like, I, I can't say anything politically. And then he, they were like, oh, we understand. We didn't, in case you didn't realize. <laughs> Oh my god, these people are <laughs> fucking stupid sometimes, though. They also asked me how old I was, and I told them 18, and then they, they did, like, a joke, like, ooh, he's legal. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, a little current news. How's how's uh, that hurricane, though? Is that, is that hitting you Didn't even bad, really or? hit us. It was fucking, fucking pussy-ass hurricane. Didn't even dent us, really. So... My my neighbor's roof fucking collapsed, but it seems like that roof was ready to go anyway. Cause nothing else I've heard was damaged. Like there's some like, uh, like my friend, my buddy Alan, he posted on Facebook, just look at all this damage. How do we survive this hurricane? And it's a picture of like one tree branch on the ground, <laughs> one like tiny little tree branch. Yeah, cause I saw that was going like right over where you live i don't know if you want to make that shit public or not but like nah it's whatever but yeah it didn't even hit us really yeah probably doxes you anyway talking about the fucking hurricane but like it doesn't matter well the hurricane hit all of florida people know i live in florida well i didn't i don't know that i don't know what you tell people yeah no I, people know i live in florida it says it says my location is Florida, USA, like right on my Twitter page. Well, yeah, no, right when I, right when I first started doing YouTube, I switched my Twitter up to uh, first name, last initial, and Ohio, USA. Yeah, my like, uh, you can, you can know what state I live in. There's plenty of people. There's like thirty people here. If you actually happen to find me amongst the cornfields up here, good, good, good for you. There's like 30 people. There's not that many in Ohio. There, there's plenty in Ohio. We're, we're, we have like a couple hundo thousand, I think. I don't know. But there, there's not shit in Ohio. Yeah, Ohio isn't even real. Not even real. You can't convince me otherwise. Ohio is real, sadly. Is real? Yeah, it is. Is real? <laughs> Stop. Israel, Israel is real? Question mark. <laughs> is Israel real? Anyway, I love I love those like... stupid I love those stupid memes that point out how it's spelled. Just all the Israel memes. Oh boy. Okay, we're gonna steer <laughs> this conversation away. <laughs> We're not talking about like the geopolitical issue. We're just talking about how Israel is spelled like Israel. So yeah, people but are like, that, that's Israel is real. Some things <laughs> that would cause our wonderful, wonderful editor to uh, n have to cut things out. That's a what, are, what are we spoke. banned from talking about fucking politics on this show? We can talk oh, about Israel I, if we I want. I will refuse to talk about politics on this show. This show is not a politics show. It doesn't have to be a politics show for politics to be brought up, but, you know. I'm not talking about politics. That's okay. That doesn't mean I'm going to have Jason cut it out when I ask, is Israel Israel? <laughs> anyway, I don't know how long we plan on these episodes being. But... Uh, at least an hour, which we're going to hit in, like, three minutes, but there's some stuff, there's some stuff that needs to be cut out, so I'd say we got to go for, like, another ten minutes. Anyway... I'm trying to think. I probably have like one more really good story uh, from uh, work that I'm not thinking of. I mean, I did have a friend that was just like literally looking at porn on Reddit in the break room. That was pretty funny. Oh, okay. Okay. I got one. I got one. <laughs> I thought you were like, oh, okay. That's understandable. Porn, porn on Reddit in the break room. It's pretty. Yeah, it's, under it's understandable. 
But um, you know what OSHA is, right? Uh, the the like OSHA rule regulation thing. Yep. 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 Okay. So I work in retail, specifically grocery. So like stocking shelves and shit. So I have to take every year. I have to take this OSHA course. Back when I first started doing grocery at the place I work at, I I knew this I knew this one guy and he he was on his way out. He was retiring in like 6 months at the time, so he was like, "Yeah, fuck this place. I really don't care." He went and purposefully failed the OSHA test 5 times in a row solely to wait to waste time at work because he didn't want to work to the point where the managers just started doing the OSHA test for him. That's pretty good. <laughs> I still have... Now, this is going to dox me, but nobody I know at work is, bothers to listen to any of my shit, so it doesn't really matter. I don't care. I have yet to take the OSHA test, and we have this like food safety bullshit that takes like an hour and a half to do. I have yet to take those, and those were due at the beginning of the year. Nobody has come up to me to tell me to do them, and I, my plan is before I quit this job or transfer before before I quit this company. Like your last week, to, you're gonna do that shit with the OSHA test. Oh no, my plan is to just never touch those tests ever and see how long I can go. At right now, I'm at like five months of just telling them, "Oh yeah, we just we're we're really slammed tonight. I don't think I have time to do it." <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, occasionally yeah. we had to do like stupid like trainings. Like they assign them to us, and then we just like hit that we've done them. Like a lot of them don't even have quizzes, so it's just like, yeah, just say you did them. Cause it's like we know what we're doing. It's not it's not complicated to take fucking oh, phone no. calls. <laughs> no, it's real like it's real simple shit. Like OSHA is like dummy proof at this point. My favorite part. It's like you don't actually have to take. I I just have to do refresher courses, which take about thirty five minutes, but I choose not to do them. But I was forced to do it one night, and I never finished it. I just let it go. I kind of just dicked around on my phone while listening, while listening to whatever they were fucking talking about. I wasn't paying attention. My favorite part about the OSHA test that I am given is the fact that I I get to listen to this one guy talk about fire safety. Now, that doesn't sound funny at all, but this one guy who they, like, recorded for the fire safety portion of OSHA that I had to watch sounds exactly like H Hank Hill. And it was the funniest goddamn thing about the job that I have now. Let me tell you about some fire safety, Bobby. <laughs> it's just listening to Hank Hill tell me about fire safety, and I'm just like, God damn it! Damn it, Bobby. You gotta be careful with that propane. Also, also, just because I looked over. So, how much of Pokemon cards, like, early Pokemon cards, do you know about? I'm sorry, what'd you say, Colo? I had to sneeze. Okay, so, I have this, like, local, like, kind of like a, it's like a game, it's like an impromptu GameStop. You can buy Pokemon cards, you can buy games, like, Various video game and movie shit, memorabilia, whatever. It's like a nerd store, basically. It's a nerd store. Okay. So I bought, like, this thing, this pack of, like, bulk Pokemon cards, and I found a Squirtle, Porygon, Diglett, and Machop Team Rocket cards from 2000, and I keep them here, and I'm like, that's really cool. I have these old fucking Pokemon cards. They're not worth shit, but... Because they're not the first edition Rocket cards, but I think they're from, like, whatever second time they released Rocket cards of these Pokemon were. But I still think that they're really cool. I also have uh, energy cards from the 90s that were included in that pack as well. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. 90s Pokemon cards are a different breed, I think. Because, like, you, you can tell they're old, but if you look on the bottom, it still says Wizards on the bottom. Because Wizard, Wizard uh, before uh, Game Freak took over all the Pokemon card shit, Wizards of the Coast did, did uh, Pokemon cards. They kind of outsourced them before they knew what they were doing. 
Yeah, they outsource them to Wizards of the Coast, and Wizards of the Coast actually know what the fuck they're doing, so the cards are really cool. And then when they decided they didn't want to pay Wizards of the Coast anymore, they started making them themselves, and they're less cool. See, what I want to do is I want to get some of the original, like, not first edition cards, but just some, like, 90s uh, Japanese cards. Because I think that would look really cool, but those cost a lot of money. And I've also been, like, slowly looking into, like, what it's going to cost to finish my my living decks of having at least one card of every fucking Pokemon out there. And I'm at, like... 59% 59% done so far. I'm not close to being done because, like, the middle gens, like, four, five, and six are really hard to fucking complete. But, uh, specifically Gen 1, I was looking at, like, Charizard cards, and I'm excluding the EXGX Charizard V Megas. I'm excluding, like, the actual art cards, just, like, base set cards for these, po- for some of these Pokemon. And some of the Charizard cards, I'm I don't think I'm actually legitimately gonna get a regular Charizard card outside of like the uh the super cool full art cards. And I'm kinda mad about that because I don't want those in this specific collection, and it's really frustrating. But full art cards are based. Yeah, but those belong in a separate collection. That's fair. The full art cards have their own binder. I'm talking about just, like, regular-ass fucking Pokemon cards. I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. But I think I think the full-out card, full-out, full-art cards belong in any collection because they're so beautiful. I put them in a collection of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I'd look through them and be like, oh, there's a full-art Pokemon card. Epic, bro. I'll play yeah, that's it why in they the have Yu-Gi-Oh a game. <laughs> that's why they have a separate uh, binder, because they're all really cool. But, um... I did Dude, find a uh, Team Plasma, uh, a Team Plasma Volcarona. Oh, cool! Let me, let me look up this card because the colors on it is really cool. Dude, imagine you're like dueling in Yu-Gi-Oh, and then somebody just pulls out a Pokemon card. It's just like hiding in their Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Nah, you pull out the Uno Reverse card. Oh no! <laughs> Yeah, so I found this gem. And you're about I mean, to get hit by a direct attack. <laughs> no reverse card. So I found this gem, and it's like this orange-red with a blue outline for Team Plasma Volcarona, and it's such a beautiful cu- fucking card. Yo! That Volcarona card you just sent me is cool as fuck! Team Plasma Volcarona... I love how Leech Life needs fire energies. Me, oh, I also have a, a dual-type Volcarona as well. It's a grass and fire type. It's not what as cool that? as the team. It's not as cool as the Team Plasma one, but it's still really cool to have. I mean, it's hard to make Volcarona not cool. Oh no, Volcarona is a super cool Pokemon. But like I want to talk about Poke I don't I don't want to get too in depth with Pokemon because Pokemon's like a super easy topic that you can literally just get like five hours worth of just bullshit discussion time on Pokemon. So I mean we got we, we got eighty seven episodes and counting out of it at Pixels Media. Yeah, air quotes around and counting. Hey, I thought we were going to make an episode, Colo. Let me go up one. That make number go up. Number go up, number go up. I love that phrase. I love that meme phrase. I just say it all the time now. It's usually in reference to, like, cryptocurrency and shit, but I just use it for everything, like, ironically, because it's so funny. All right, well, we could probably wrap it up. We're at an, uh, an hour and seven and a half minutes. An hour and seven and a half minutes. All right. Uh, we can get this shit back, roll it back into the fucking driveway uh, because we did not make it to our destination. So no, turning... will we ever make it to our destination? Probably not. We're turning Where the this destination car around. Is, we have no fucking idea. 
So anyway, Kyle, where can I listen to find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Colo254. Uh, excuse me, I had to cough. Uh, I'll be setting up an Instagram page as well, just in case people don't like Twitter. I won't post much about on Instagram, just like basic designs that I've done and like design stuff for the YouTube channel or whatever. Uh, speaking of the YouTube channel, you can find me on YouTube as Colochu, C-O-L-O-C-H-U. Why I spelled that, I do not know, because you're probably going to be looking at the fucking, fucking, uh, podcast logo that has my fucking name on it, so. That's uh, true. You can also, I'm not going to plug this every time, but you can find, sometimes find me on, on Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. I'll plug this, like, occasionally, but, like, obviously, y'all who are listening to this podcast probably know us from there, so, like... I mean, yeah, and Pixels is part of my plug spiel anyway. I'm probably gonna plug it every time. Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like plugging it every time. I just want to get my shit out there every time, though. Anyway, you can find us on Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. Uh, That's pretty much it. Like I said, I'm gonna be setting up an Instagram eventually. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Riley Streams, on YouTube as Riley and Friends. Uh, we got other podcast projects. Pokemon Variety Hour can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts in those same three places. And uh, also anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed. Uh, you can find the Riley Podcast Megafeed, where there's all sorts of crazy podcasts you never even dream. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, there's a show called Peg and Cola are Bored on there. It has nothing to do with this show. I just figured I'd shout it out, give a little random shout out to one of the shows. Nah, um, it has nothing to do with this show. No inspiration, no, like, no, no nothing. Nope, nothing at all. Peg and Cola and is also, not, Detour is, is not responsible for anything that is said on Peg and Cola are Bored. We are not associated with that podcast. Not associated. Those Peg and Cola, those guys, they're fucking assholes, bro. Uh, but anyway, um, you can also find Big Guy, Little Guy, which is a YouTube channel where I do Let's Plays with my friend Andrew. And finally, the MoCast is at anchor.fm slash the-mo-cast or on the YouTube channel, the MoCast. And that's about it for this first episode of Detour Ahead. I've been Riley. I've been the one who wanted to do this podcast in the first place and also Kolochu. I think we both did but either way uh see you guys next time